0: (laughs) And it's fucking February in Canada.
1: The US strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. (laughs) Whole world!
2: Welcome to Planet Rage, the
3: intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hello, Larry. It's episode
0: 23. 23,
3: 23 skidoo, baby. What what was that? An old uh, song?
0: Words come uh, from weird places. All I know is it was like a... uh, it was like some hepcat thing people said in the 1920s or something when they were wearing raccoon coats and Rudy Valley was pop. Not that I was there, but you know. <laughs> were well, you? So, maybe. You, we don't I know. Maybe. Yeah, you know, I do. I've been accused of being a time traveler lately, so maybe I was. It's I like, hey, Daddy Yeah, well, I think that was a little later, but I don't know. You know, the etymology
3: of language. But yeah, 23 uh, Skidoo. Only 22 30. people shot this weekend, though, in Chicago. So they were one short of episode 23. Damn. But there were three people killed. So I mean that I guess it you brings your total up to 25 people shot.
0: Yeah. Three dead. Are they using smaller caliber loads? Because that's not, you know, it's not very good on the kill kill zone there out of 23 shot. Only three dead.
3: Probably. You know, it's the winter, which means there's probably more drive bys because you want to stay warm.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: When you're out shooting people. True. We don't want to get a little bit chilly while going out. Hmm. Or they just need to practice. Go to the range. Get better. You'd you use less bullets. Yeah. Ammo's not cheap. <laughs> Are we giving really the wrong advice on this show? Oh, this is terrible. Rather yeah. than stop shooting people and stop shooting. Yeah,
0: stop if, shooting people, please.
3: But if you're that. going to, I mean, it, try harder. But of course, I mean, Joey's the president and uh, he took on guns this week. I don't know if you saw this. Did he? Yeah. and. uh The problem with guns are very clear
2: with Joe. And uh, he got a little upset. Uh It's time to fund community policing to protect and serve the community. It's all. I'm also calling for increased funding for the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms and the U.S. Marshal's offices. I'm confident that we fund these programs. We'll see a reduction in violence.
3: Now, this is interesting to me because this is going to piss off AOC and everybody that wants to defund the police because joey's like well we need more money for the atf and the marshals well th- that's the police right i mean or am i missing something that's the I guess. that's law enforcement i mean maybe it's a federal law enforcement that is going to follow different rules than local law enforcement i don't know but i
0: was kind of con- confused by that part well, typical of Joey, he even gets the name of the agency incorrect. It's now the B-A-T-F-E. There's another one. There's another one on there, Joey. It's now <laughs> explosives, too. So get your shit straight. Oh, yeah. You don't want people to have explosives. Right. No firecrackers.
3: <laughs> right. Well, I was thinking more like uh, grenades or, or stuff like that. But, you know, Joe, probably. I'll
0: bet, I'll bet firecrackers are in there. I'll bet they got them in there. <laughs> they are They may be a weapon of mass destruction. Exactly. But nothing together. Sure.
2: Yeah. Irrid- reduction in violence and the next year's budget i'm also going to try to double down on this investment i think i got a lot of partners here in new york going to help mayor adams you say that gun violence is a sea fed by many rivers well uh, you know uh, i put forward a plan to dam up some of those streams
3: i mean i was one surprised that john without the teleprompter he was able to uh, make that connection so maybe joey's not always gone he might have had his meds yeah. And he might have been on a little bit right now. But this is, of course, leading to the same thing like the mayor of Chicago was talking about, which is, you know, the problem are the guns coming into the
2: city. Uh, I'm, you know, you can count on me to be a partner in that effort. And I have the U.S. attorney, uh, United States Attorney General here with me today. And we put together a comprehensive strategy to combat gun crime in cities like New York, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Atlanta. And many other cities, San Francisco first.
3: Now, do you find it interesting that he didn't mention Chicago or L.A. out of the cities that are that is uh,
0: interesting? Yes, it is.
3: <laughs> that are under the siege of the gun crimes and the stuff going on. I mean, Chicago should be right at that. He didn't mention Detroit either. That's uh, no, that is odd. Yeah. Why those particular cities were chosen that he wanted to talk about. Not so sure. Maybe somebody can decipher that for us. Maybe, maybe we're missing something.
2: down on the flow of firearms used to commit violence. That includes taking on and shutting down rogue gun dealers.
3: I mean, do you know a lot of rogue gun dealers? How many do you think there really are?
0: Oh, they're everywhere. I'm sure we're surrounded by them right now. You are, <laughs> I am. Rogue <laughs> gun dealers, everywhere, oh, everywhere, everywhere.
3: Okay, if that's what you're considering to be rogue gun dealers, then then maybe. But to me, it sounds like gun shops that aren't doing background checks, and I don't think there's really a lot of those. Uh, able to do business right i could be wrong but joey he seems to know yes
2: At, uh and it's, it's about doing background checks it's as well as outright selling uh uh of that making sure that people who are not allowed to have a gun don't get the gun in the first place and again
3: see he was he's breaking down again there he's getting okay. confused
0: well, the, the, the uh, you know, the Benzedrine, whatever the hell, the drugs are wearing off. That's all. You know, whatever. they jack him up and he can go for a while, but then he winds down very quickly, as we know.
3: Yeah, that was always the theory on the no agenda program that he got, you know, maybe a half hour, you know, tops before yeah. things start breaking down. Sure.
2: For any yeah. the press, any the press listening, this doesn't violate anybody's Second Amendment right.
3: Okay, Now, he's already pretending that the press are going to ask him hard questions, which is this is a very interesting segue here for Joe
2: place. And again, for any of the press, any of the press listening, this doesn't violate anybody's Second Amendment right. There's no violation of a Second Amendment right. We talk like there's no amendment. that's absolute. When the amendment was passed, it didn't say anybody can own a gun and any kind of gun and any kind of weapon. You couldn't buy a cannon. And when the, this this uh, amendment was passed?
0: No, so, no, no, no. Actually, you could. Right? You could yes, You're thank you. You're fucking wrong, Joey. Yes, I, People mean, wh- did <laughs> I so mean... Shut the fuck up.
3: It would be expensive for a person to buy a cannon back in the day. Yes. But there right. was no law. No. There was no law that said you couldn't buy a cannon? None. This is the kind of stuff that just gets unchecked and it gets said mm-hmm. and... I really the shiver down my spine moment, though, was Joe Biden going, well, you know, people talk about. But, uh, you know, amendments aren't really, uh, you know, dry.
0: No, they're for (laughs) us to fuck with. It will. Sure.
3: (laughs) It's like they're not absolute. It's like, no, no. The government shall not infringe is pretty, pretty clear. Sure. That you shouldn't be messing with that. But I've had this argument when it comes to. The Second Amendment, which is people that bring up the stuff like, oh, come on, Larry. You know, the founders, they could have never even imagined, you know, AR 15s and all of these multi automatic scary weapons. And it's like, yeah, I think they probably could have figured that technology was going to move on. But at this time, when the documents were being written. They had just taken on as a bunch of ragtag, you know, people. Yeah. The biggest, baddest government around. Sure. So they wanted the people to be armed. So the government could not oppress them. Yeah. I kind of believe I mean, the founders they were
0: exactly what they were talking. Yeah. I mean, the, the the American revolution was fought, fought as guerrilla warfare. They didn't fucking line up in columns like the red coats. These guys were up in trees or behind rocks, you know? So yeah, they needed, they needed everybody to be strapped. Sure.
3: Yeah. And I think the founders would be like, you oh, know, you want a grenade launcher? Get sure. Whatever you want, get whatever yeah. weapons you want. Sure. And again, the problems become when you stop, prosecuting crimes of people that use the weapons and again you try to just demonize the weapon which has legitimate uses. we talked about that when the guy ran down all the people at the christmas parade a car is a dangerous weapon
0: oh no it's not <laughs> you don't think so <laughs> well yeah you know, joey wouldn't agree to that of course it is You know, it's probably the most dangerous weapon. I mean, if you look at the (laughs) the annual highway death toll, it's a lot more than gun violence.
3: Yeah, Uh, it's a lot easier to hit somebody with your car than to hit them with a little bullet. Sure. We've learned that from Chicago. A lot of the bullets miss. Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting. I mean, I wonder how many bullets were actually fired within the city limits. And only 25 people got shot. I mean, it's amazing.
0: That's an it. There's a that's guy that w- guy's website. It would be great if he what's it called again? Hey, jackass.com. <laughs> hey, jackass. He should he should put that <laughs> metric on there. How many just how many shots are fired? Never mind if they clipped anybody or not. You know, and
3: That'd they might have that because there's microphones up all over the city of Chicago. Are there really? Yeah. This oh, was a system so the- that started maybe a decade or more ago now, which is it's it's really cool technology when it comes down to it it's sad that you need it but they put microphones up all over the city so if a gunshot rings out they can tell you one that it happened and two approximately where it was to send authorities to the area but yeah that's why the microphones there's microphones predated the cameras being everywhere there
0: were microphones everywhere and can they distinguish between you know a gunshot a firework Probably not. That would be, oh. you know, it's hard
3: when no. it comes down to that. Oh, now you may be able to, if you, well, if you believe everything on television, because I love, yeah. I think I mentioned this once before. i like the show. It's an entertaining show. FBI on whatever network it's on. Missy Paraderm is one of the stars. I like the show, but they play the technology aspect of, oh, let's see. Okay. Does that car? Ha- oh, it's a new car. It must have GPS. Then they find within seconds a camera that's live at an intersection where the car's going through. They have a picture of the guy from the intersection. Run that through facial wreck. Oh, yeah, this is who it is. And this happens within like 15 seconds of the show. It's like, no, it's not quite that good or that quick or that powerful.
0: And all, all these techies, let me guess, they're all using Apple products? Probably. That would be, yeah. Uh, Seems like the only one in Hollywood. If it doesn't have an Apple on it, it's, it's not getting in the show.
3: Well, a lot of that was because <laughs> Apple was paying a lot of money to yeah. to get their stuff in the show, which I get. You know, it takes some money to make all those woke programs, and yeah. Apple is willing to pay them. But I believe the founders, back to Joe, would want the citizenry to be on par as much as possible with the federal government. And at this point, we know that's impossible because the founders might say, yeah, Larry, you should have a B 52 bomber or whatever the, whatever the uh, number is on like the new stealth bombers. I mean, the founders would be like, Larry, you should have a stealth bomber, but you probably don't have $52 billion or whatever they cost laying around. Yes. So it's a little cost prohibitive, but, as far as the concept that they wouldn't want the citizenry to be well armed, I think that's utter crap.
0: Yeah, well I mean Joey said he he basically you know tipped his hand where he stands on this shit, but was it a, I didn't even know if he was elected yet, but his statement about, you know, you want to fuck with us, we've got nukes, we've got F15s. Oh, okay. So that's that's the way your your mind's working, Joe. Okay. <laughs> Which should really scare people as well. It should scare the shit out of people. Yes. Like, yes mm. To make a statement like that is fucking chilling. Uh-huh. When it's
3: the leader of the country, if that was Trump, oh my, that would oh be my. <laughs> Trump. Oh is my. Hey, and not to go off on a huge tangent, but if you saw the news coverage of Donald Trump talking about what happened on January 6th. Where the comment he made, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm going to try to get this as close as possible because I don't have it in front of me. He said if he was reelected, he would look at the cases of the people that are being prosecuted for what happened at the Capitol. And if necessary, would consider giving clemency, giving pardons. Right. He did not say anybody involved in January 6th is going to get pardoned, but
0: that's how the news is covering this well sure and they're not calling it january now, it's j6 darren is that the is name. that the cool way that's, to say it now that's the that's the cool lefty way it's j6 like 9 11 you know it was first remember it was really it was first it was september 11th for a couple months and they had to shorten that down to 9 11 and now it's j6 because they were the exact same thing remember pearl harbor right 11 j6 no difference a, all the same a day that will live in infamy in infamy the man in the buffalo hat. Yes. But, right. And it's speaking, though, of
3: <laughs> fake news, Joey. It's
2: passed. And so, no reason why you should be able to buy certain assault weapons. But that's another issue. And uh, look, one of the things that we focused on, the Attorney General and I, and we're getting to the point where I think we're going to be able to have a real impact on it, includes going. Real impact. Let's remember that. Really going good. after ghost guns. Ghost guns. Ghost guns yeah. are the guns everyone in this room knows that can be purchased in parts assembled at home, no serial number, and can't be traced. And they're as deadly as any other weapon out there. But the fact is, they are out there. And, you know, this spring, the Justice Department, this spring, the Justice Department will issue a final rule to regulate these so-called ghost guns. But there's more we can do. Across the country, police departments report sharp increases and the number of ghost guns ghost found guns. at crime scenes. That's why today the department is launching an intensified national ghost gun enforcement initiative to determine and deter criminals from using those weapons to cover their tracks. If you commit a crime with a ghost gun, not only are state and local prosecutors going to come after you, but expect federal charges and federal prosecution as well.
3: Now this, I was really interested For a couple of reasons, I pulled up from an article in The Washington Times from May of last year. I mean, if there's newer stats out there than anybody knows, let me know. But when talking about these ghost guns, you just heard, Joe, it sounds like it's an epidemic. It sounds like this is a big
0: problem. Big problem. And did you notice his, he really started slurring his uh, words? When he yes. Got to <laughs> yes.
3: Maybe so. There were some big words that were written on
0: the I don't uh, paper. know what it was. But, the, 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 you know, those muscles in his uh, uh, his mandibles there were suddenly were giving up on him. Pretty funny.
3: According to this Washington Times report in Chicago, it says, for example, only 139 out of the 11,258 firearms seized last year were ghost guns. So 1.2% of all weapons seized in Chicago were ghost guns. But that's what Joey's worried about, Larry. That 1.2% that's sure.
0: is a problem. Well, I mean, it's, it's just so, it, but it just, it's been going on forever when he says, you know, making sure that guns don't, people aren't allowed to get guns as if all these fucking criminals are walking into legit gun stores and saying, yeah, give me that uh, six hour, right. that P380, or, you know, and yeah, here's my, here's my background check and I'll be back in 10 or 16 days, whatever it is. No, they're buying them on the street. They're buying on the black market. They're fucking stealing them. I mean, the guy's just an idiot. He's an idiot. Yes. Now, to be fair.
3: To Joe. That no, I don't want to be fair to Joe. <laughs> this is not, I know this is not, not fair to us. This okay? is not something people want. Um, but this again lying with statistics because
0: yeah
3: the reality was that's an increase of 72 ghost guns from the year prior, which Whoa. is a ninety-three percent increase. But that's it, there's so few of them. This they did it with the COVID stats too, to go, Didn't well, so. oh, it's a it's a ninety-three percent increase, Larry. Yes. But it's sure. still 1% approximately of the overall weapons being seized.
0: Right. They always give you the percents never the raw numbers, but you do.
3: Thank and you. We try. And in Philly same thing. 95 ghost guns were seized in 2019 which was 2.2% of the guns they confiscated. Uh Philadelphia police confiscated 13 ghost guns. Nationwide statistics show. Yeah. The use of use of ghost guns I'm, I'm starting to slur like Uncle Joe. <laughs> They are. They say they're intentionally difficult to track. Yes, this is true. The way a what a ghost gun is, because a lot of people still don't understand this, and I don't think Joe does either, Joey, that they're not easy to come by. This is not you can buy a kit and have it sent to your house from like any gun dealer. Right. There is one part of the gun which makes it the gun. And that is the thing that will have the serial number on it. Are there people that are good enough with metalworking and have the machines, which are not cheap, that they could reproduce those parts? Sure. But it's a rarity. It is not a do it yourself kind of a thing. No. And that, I think, is important to understand. But the most important uh, thing. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Now, what I'd like to know is how they're defining ghost gun, okay? Because the first, you have Gus, what they're talking about is, is somebody assembling, uh, you know, a weapon from different parts, okay? Call that a ghost gun. Then there are ones that are 3D printed, which right. really suck, they're kind of, you know, they're shit and plastic and i think the best they can do is one shot right they melt (laughs) Uh, they melt their crap they're really you know kind of a joke they're they're called those ghost guns too now i mean the old old school style is somebody takes a fucking torch or a file or a a drill bit and Mm -hmm. uh and and wipes away the serial numbers of course it still leaves the rifling in the barrel or some kind of an imprint but that's really fucking hard to track um are they including those in ghost guns because they might be it's possible be It Uh it
3: is possible. It is, again, not something people are putting together themselves. There was a twenty nineteen Justice Department study that found that 40. And I don't know how you do this study. I mean, I get when like Rasmussen or whoever calls up and they do these polls, but the Justice Department study found that forty three percent of criminals purchased their weapons on the black market. There you go. None made their weapons at home. None (laughs) made their weapons at home.
0: Yeah.
3: So the reality is there might be people doing this, putting the ghost guns together, but they're still the same people that you could buy just another stolen weapon from. Sure. This is not a pandemic. This is this is a pandemic of the ghost guns. No, it's not. Yeah. It's yeah. under two percent most likely of all the guns that are out there being used to commit crimes. Right. And going after the guns again is just such a stupid thing when Joe Biden continues to support the Democratic mayors, the Democratic governors, the Democratic attorney generals that refuse to prosecute people that use guns
0: during the commission
3: of a crime.
0: Yes. And also defund the police. Right. Yeah.
3: As somebody who is a legal gun owner, I want somebody that uses a gun to Commit a crime to be punished.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you some some really funny irony. I was thinking about. I was actually laughing last night. I was I was you know mining for rages and you know you, you know how this <laughs> I is. like that. Everybody does. Yeah, you know how this is when you start doing this shit. You always fall down a rabbit hole, you know. And I uh, I stumbled on some guy interviewing Sammy the Bull Gravano. No. Okay. Huh. No, yeah. Sammy the Bull. Oh, okay, Sammy this had to be good. Yes. Yeah, it was good, and uh, you know, I mean, certainly read, read reams about Sammy. I, you know, I never met him, but he was a, a you know big figure uh, when I lived in New York growing up. And the guy guy, guy was convicted of, convicted of 19 fucking murders. You know, talk about an all-around dangerous fucking guy. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be in the same zip code with with Sammy. (laughs) That's how much he scares me. He was good at what he did. Holy shit. And and imagine if they only clipped him for 19. How many fucking guys did he actually ice? Probably a multiple of that number. Yeah, well, that's always the scary stuff with. It's the scary stuff. The serial killers. yeah, but I digress. But the, the interesting thing was in this conversation, Sammy said, hey, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a fan of cops. I don't know. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm not big. I'm not a cop lover. But we need cops. We don't have co- you got to have some muscle on the street and we're going to descend into chaos. Just, just defund the police shit is fucking retarded. <laughs> think, wow, one of the one of the most, you know, dangerous and famous criminals of all fucking time admits we need cops. Wow.
3: Yeah, because you understand what descending into chaos is going to do. And you're seeing this in cities where the attorney generals have made it clear things like the shoplifting. Well, if it's under 900, whatever dollars, yeah, we're not going to prosecute. So what happens? The shoplifting goes way up. Sure. I did a random thoughts on the carjackings here in Chicago, probably a year or so ago. And the one idiot guy on the news, a lefty, no doubt, was like, ah, it's these, it's these games like Grand Theft Auto. It's encouraging these kids. That's what that's like. No. Uh, yeah. And I went back and I looked at the stats because I like to do that. I looked at the stats and saw how they had been coming down, coming down, coming down carjackings in Chicago. And then all of a sudden they went way up. Mm hmm. And what that coincided with was uh, Tony Preckwinkle, who is a city official here in the city of Chicago, I believe that was who was involved in this case, came out and said, if you're a carjacker under the age of 18, we're not going to prosecute you as an adult. Wow. Boom! Carjacking skyrocketed. And they don't see the correlation between that. And this is sickening, And this is scary that people that run these cities or they, they see it. But the people that keep voting them in don't. Because well, if, if you don't understand that going out into any major urban area and going, hey, kids, if you're under 18 to commit a crime, we're not going to prosecute you as an adult. Why that's going to increase crime.
0: You know, but they want it that way. I mean, if you really break it down to its uh, the, the, the very essence of the question of the controversy, um, the assholes, those asshole DAs, those asshole mayors, those asshole politicians will always say, you know, they'll, they'll blame, put the, uh, put the blame on poverty, right? When, in fact, you know, um, poverty does not cause crime. Crime causes poverty. Yes. Eh? And I'm seeing it right now. Here in Los Angeles, Um, you know, one of the biggest malls certainly in the country, maybe in the world um, isn't too far from where I live. And, you know, it's a multi-billion dollar thing. You couldn't even calculate the square footage. And it's become a fucking ghost town because of the crime, because they will not prosecute these guys. People are going in there. They're doing smash and grabs. They're spraying people's faces with fucking bear spray. They're holding them up in restaurants. Okay, and guess what? (laughs) That company, they're going to go fucking tits up. They're going to say, fuck it. We're going to sell this and make condos, uh, whatever. Right. It's going to go away. All those businesses, all those jobs, all that revenue, all that tax base will fucking evaporate because of crime. That's how it happens. That's how it happened in Detroit. That's how it's happening in Los Angeles. But it's kind of what they want, isn't it? They don't want people really to be. They just want everything to be government. Everything, and the concept comes down again to:
3: if we let everything get so bad, people will finally abandon this crazy constitution thing.
0: Yes, that's correct. You're
3: right. Need to rebuild, which Joey just yes. said. Uh, not absolute and reset. Yeah, yes, no,
0: no absolute. Yeah, sure.
3: And where this is really hurting people with the thefts, we talked about that too, with the pharmacies, the grocery stores that are getting hit over and over again. Oh. That are closing, yeah, what happens then when there's no grocery store in that neighborhood and they're usually in the poor neighborhoods? What happens are the poor people get screwed again? Sure, there was a story not too long ago about I think it was here in Chicago where there was an Aldi that was around or then closed and another store went in or I think maybe it was still an Aldi either way, the grocery store had to close because it was getting robbed so much, yeah and the people in the town were like oh this is horrible they're racist for leaving this neighborhood it's like no <laughs>
0: no they're not
3: <laughs> they just can't make money there because people keep robbing them if you take care of the crime if you stop the crime then the stores would be happy to do business there and it's really a shame when grocery stores and pharmacies things people need move further and further away it becomes very inconvenient because a lot of people do not drive You're taking public transportation, which is just a not the thing you want to do right now. And your life becomes quite a bit harder when the store that was three blocks away was your grocery store. You now have to go three miles away. Right. But they I mean, I could say they don't see it, but I think you're right. They do
0: see it and they They want it. it. They know they're they know they know exactly what they're doing and they're because they don't give a fuck. You know, the, the puke bag who is the DA in the city of Los Angeles, so, it, to give you a, a, a you know, is that Gaston? Gast, George Gascon, right? This guy, this guy is such an asshole. He was literally hounded out of San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco a get the Fuck out of here! And when he left, they they actually like tagged his ass with a with a group uh, missive from the city council, basically branding him an asshole, saying, "Please don't give him a job anywhere else." He fucked this city up like Hogan's Goat, right? Boom! What do they do? Give him the same goddamn job in Los Angeles, and that's exactly what's happening now. He's a total asshole.
3: Yeah, I mean the fact that I'm here in Chicago and know who the, the attorney general is, right? There, right. It's it's kind of like a good umpire. You don't know. Who was officiating if you watch the whole game? Yeah. The bad umpires,
0: you know. And he doesn't give a fuck why? Because, well, he's got bodyguards. He's got armed guards. What the fuck does he care? He doesn't have to worry about crime.
3: <laughs> My guessing is he got a lot of campaign contributions from the George Soros group.
0: He did. Who
3: don't want, again, people to be prosecuted for committing the crimes. This is why. It's really interesting to me that Joey comes out and says, if you commit a crime with a ghost gun, now it's a federal beef no matter what, and we are going to prosecute you. Right. Now, does Joey just realize that this is like one to two percent of the people and this is not going to make any change at all? Why is he even saying it? Does he you know, again trying to get into Joe Biden's mind is scary
0: because his base is going to eat that up like cherry pie. Okay, that's the shit they love to hear. Guns are bad. Guns are bad. And people who have guns are bad. Unless they have a uniform, then they're good.
3: See, I don't I'm know. Mindset. I think even if they have the uniform, they think they're bad. And well, that's true. You're right. <laughs> the yeah, people on right. the <laughs> left. Well, what I don't understand is this. When you ask people, and I have, that are really on the left who are very much in favor of the government getting rid of the second amendment if they could they would be behind let's take guns away from everybody those kind of people sure the people that believe that if you ask them well okay so if somebody then commits a crime with a gun they should be given the death penalty right no that's wrong Hmm. well how i mean if the guns are that bad and you go and kill somebody with a gun Why is the death penalty then off the table? To me, this comes down again to if you know the worst punishment you're going to get for a crime is something that you can handle, whatever that means to you. I mean, some people wouldn't want to spend one day in prison and there's people are like, hey, I don't mind doing a year or whatever it is. When that mentality to me still doesn't kind of fit where it's like, okay, you're so anti gun. You want it to be taken away from everybody. But if somebody commits a gun crime in New York now, they just revised their laws there. What's going on as far as what they're prosecuting. If you go rob a bodega with a gun, pistol whip the guy, still not going to charge you with a like, felony. It's 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 OK. You don't need to worry about, you know, just do whatever you want. I don't get that concept. It's like, yeah, well, if you're really anti gun. What you should be is against the criminals using the guns, but they're not. They're for the criminals using the guns, but they want the guns to be taken out of the hands of people that don't commit crimes with them, which to me, again, just says you want the destruction of the country as a whole, because what you want is the population to be completely dearmed, which puts people in a really bad position. As you see what's going on around the world now. Sure. Sure. And God bless the truckers in Canada.
0: I'm loving those guys.
3: <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the way to do it. This is the way yeah. to bring change about or a boot, I guess, would be the proper boot, way yes. to say
0: it. For our- but look what they're doing. Just, you know, just Castro Jr. is getting the, the heat now <laughs> to uh, shut down their supply of diesel. Right. He's going to try to choke because, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not a trucker. Uh, but I, those things, I mean, they do run on fuel and even sitting there idling for God knows how much time it's eventually going to burn up. And it's fucking February in Canada, you know, it's not July. They need, they need that juice to, uh, you know, keep those trucks going, keep the horns blowing. And, uh, Trudeau's going to cut it off. Yeah. He's done. He's
3: just, he's done. I mean, I don't know if he knows he's done. Um, you
0: think he is? I think so. I think that this is, but they just sign. they but they just reelected that little shit. I mean, I would have thought that um Gavin Newsom was done after his French laundry peccadillo, you know, mask mandate and he's sitting around swilling wine at a $2000 a tab dinner place maskless. And I thought, oh, this guy's he's fucked now. <laughs> they they reelected him, you know, in less than a year. It is crazy. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know, you know, the demography of Canada or politically, but it would appear that there's a, there's a vast swath of people who think that little shit is just fine. Now we have a boots
3: on the ground report
0: from Cold Acid of the
3: Rare Encounter podcast who says the only confiscated fuel was the dyed farm fuel anyway, which you're not allowed to use on the road. So saying that that really was a uh, obviously a story that, like most of the stuff in the news probably uh, overblown or completely in a direction that isn't true. Trying to get honest information about Mm. what's going on is getting really tough. Yeah. But what they're seeing in Canada is that without truckers, I mean, you think it's bad here in the United States right now, where half the items and okay, maybe that's a slight exaggeration, but there's been a lot of items every week when we do our grocery shopping that have not been in stock. Sure. And a lot of that is because there's a breakdown. But if all the truckers stopped doing their job, even for a few days here in the United States, you'd be really feeling it. Big time. Sure. But God bless them for standing up God because that's them. one of the few groups of people that can actually band together and make a difference. Because you can't just yeah. find you can't just get anybody and put them behind the wheel of a, of a big rig. This is you know, this was kind of like Reagan when he took out all of the air traffic controllers. I mean, you had to have some people ready to take the jobs. Yeah, because they're they're highly trained. You would hope anyway for air traffic controllers. (laughs) But I digress. Joey, I I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think this is anything at all except some kind of saber rattling. The ghost gun thing doesn't make any sense. The and it's right down the line, which even scares me more of. The mayors like our beautiful mayor here, Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. And I've seen this in other cities. Maybe it was the mayor from New York where, oh, no, we got to stop this. The guns coming into the city. It's like, that's not the problem, right? That's never been the problem. We saw what happened in New York. If you're old enough and you may have still been living around there when Giuliani
0: cleaned up the, the mess. I was not. That's I fled before he uh, before it got to that power. point. Yes. Yeah. But he did. He cleaned up the crime
3: and was every uh, way he handled that great. No, but the crime numbers went down yeah. and that's what you got to figure out. You can't just let them keep going up, up and up and up. But uh, I guess that's what happens sometimes if you just don't care or you want to throw it in the other direction. I yeah. don't I don't know. but we We know it can work New York City for years was relatively safe now I don't think most people want to go down into the subway or uh or or deal with any of that kind of stuff
0: yeah well it was it was crazy it was out of control when I was a kid i mean it was it' was pretty <laughs> pretty damn dangerous place it was like yeah. the wild west i mean was it uh well yeah I mean it was uh you know this it was the street crime you know it was the the muggings and uh the um you know the 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 car theft i mean it was just insane i mean my fa- my father i mean two of his cars are stolen in the same year wow <laughs> um you know parked right in front of the house in a, in a very nice middle class neighborhood okay? that'll
3: teach you for having a car larry
0: teach you for having a fucking car it was it was unbelievable um you know so and it's it's happening you know it's happening everywhere i mean it, like la is it's just a, you probably all, all i see here are people having um you know big spike spiked fences installed in front of their houses, you know, gating, gating up and caging up. It's fucked up, man. Well, isn't that uh, what uh, Nancy Pelosi has? I'm sure Nancy, Nancy probably has, you know, a, a parapets and a moat around a fucking <laughs> castle. One of her many castles, I would think.
3: Well, she is you know. the evil queen, isn't she? She she
0: is. Yeah. yeah.
3: Now, you would have clipped this guy. You'll see. He's a North Carolina congressman.
0: Yeah, this guy uh, is, is, you know, I just saw this clip and the guy is, um, he's very, he's like the second youngest person ever to say, I guess he's, he's taken, he's taken AOC's title as the junior, you know, member of the the body. I think he's 26 years old. And um, I saw this clip um, there, I guess he's up for reelection and there's a, uh, some, you know, high powered attorney, former judge uh down there is is has filed a suit or a motion whatever to try to prevent this guy from running for reelection claiming that he was a member of the J6 insurrection <laughs> right but what makes it so fucking funny is the dude is a paraplegic in a wheelchair. Well obviously you can you can carry more weapons that way then. I guess so. So um this this guy was addressing Pelosi um, and, uh, he, he, his conversation, his rhetoric got pretty hot and pretty funny. Um, I like what he, cause he, he's, well, you'll hear the clip and we can, you know, sort of stop as need be and comment.
1: Madam Speaker, the sons and daughters of America are not foot soldiers for your party's inept geriatric despot. Stop. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I already stopped. Cause I was like, wow, what? this is coming
0: out strong, coming on hot. your inept geriatric despot. Okay, now what's really good about this is there's no doubt about it. Madam Speaker is also geriatric. <laughs> yeah, she's older, isn't she? Than my- I think she's older than Joey. So, <laughs> so right there, this guy, you know, he's he's got both guns blazing. <laughs> we need term limits. We need age limits. We need. Yeah. Uh, oh God, yeah.
3: But I'm I'm tired of uh, people going for the impeachment route. Because I'm seeing this from people on the right now, which is, oh, if we win, we can we can impeach Biden. It's like we got to stop the impeachment stuff here.
0: I agree, but I I disagree on the other side. This is why I I totally think you're right. The, the, the way to change is not you know the impeachment thing is just it's it's an overused sword. However, again, you know, the left is always better at propaganda. True, okay, always, and I think they knew they knew full well that they weren't going to flip Trump by impeaching him. However. He is now forever tarnished with that. And should he decide to run again? I don't think he will. But if he did, they could. The first thing they're going to say is he was twice impeached. Right. That's right. true. And, and the mouth breathers, they most people may have no fucking make no distinction whatsoever from impeachment and conviction. They have no idea that they're two different things. They right. are impeached. They think he's fucking convicted criminal. OK, that's why they did it. And that's why they should do it to Joey.
3: You know the interesting thing is the Rasmussen poll that just came out fifty percent of Americans back a Biden impeachment, including thirty four percent of Democrats. Wow, I mean,
0: what does that say? I mean, and he has committed impeachable offenses, you know his fucking mandates I mean this this guy it's it's unbelievable the shit he's done i mean he he has he has committed criminal acts, but nobody's gonna say that we yes.
3: No, I agree that it definitely will hurt on a political level. It just makes the United States seem like a banana republic
0: where it does.
3: You're right. Being elected president does not give you the office because, oh, no, we're, we're going to impeach him. We'll, right. we'll, it's like that should be the last rung of a process that you should never get to, except in extreme right. circumstances. Yes. And I would much rather go after Joey with the, what was it? The 25th amendment where, yeah, you're impaired. <laughs> yeah. There should be a test that I agree with. There should be a test like, yes. Do you know what day it is, Mr. President? Do you know, yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. what's your wife's name? What did I you have think. for lunch? Right. Who was president before you? Right.
1: right. Like ponds that. to be dispatched at the whims of an idiot. Tossed carelessly around the world to godforsaken caves and bloody sandboxes. They are Americans. worthy of honor? worthy of honor and dignity the only salute from them joe biden deserves involves one finger <laughs> well see this is
3: why when uh when you re- work for disney they make you point with two fingers that's right you don't yes. want to give that accidental uh an yeah. accidental one finger
0: one finger salute but i agree
3: i mean you, you should have the ability to come out and say what you think
0: you should and it's so frustrating i mean i mean clearly i think that this whole russia ukraine thing is it's just joey took a shellacking he got his ass kicked on multiple issues they're peeling back his fucking mandates they're basically you know neutering him and he needs a play to say wait a minute i'm the i'm the hefe here i got balls watch this i'm gonna i'm gonna start a fucking war in russia right i mean that's the play it does seem that way yeah Remember, though,
3: Donald Trump was going to get us into World War three.
0: That's right. Many times. And 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 we were all going to be annihilated by uh, Kim Il Jong, North Korea. Remember, that was the that was the boogeyman back then.
3: Yeah. Who invited the Donald over and he stepped over the line over the line. <laughs> how dare he? Yeah. You know, this is the, this is when one of those no win situations. And I get it because both sides of the political aisle pull that kind of crap, which is sure. Oh, how dare he sit down and talk with. ISIS. Well, you know, uh, I don't necessarily think that is a bad thing on any side to have a leader willing to talk to people before Mm -hmm. people start getting killed. But, you know, that's just the crazy stuff we bring.
1: American blood is not the currency of the world. It cannot be borrowed, exchanged or lent to any man or any nation. Its worth is immeasurable. American patriots in uniform all signed a blank check to their nation. And already under this administration in Afghanistan, Joe Biden cashed it for 13 patriots through his reckless incompetence. The path to American national security does not lie in American international interventionism. It lies in securing our southern border, not the Russia-Ukraine border. Our greatness is forged in our resistance to interference. The war lobby has no ally in the America First Republicans. We will preserve our strength through nationalism. We will champion America first today and America first forever. We earned our greatness. Let others earn theirs. And if Joe Biden hasn't prostituted our preeminence to the military-industrial complex by the time Donald Trump returns, <laughs> we will preserve this great city on a hill for the descendants of our grandchildren.
0: Oh, the the return of Donald Trump. Oh, well. I think she's coming back. Oh, <laughs> it's, I, mean, I, I think... I mean, anything's possible. Anything is possible. I doubt it. But what do I know? I've been I'm wrong more than I'm right. That's for damn sure. I think he'll
3: play a part in what happens. But I think he brings way too much baggage unless something major happens. He brings way too much baggage because we know we have a track record. and This is really kind of the horrible thing about this which it kind of is a parallel to so many different things, which is he shouldn't have to bow out of the race just because he knows that the people on the other side hate him so much that they're going to make it impossible for him to govern because that's not the way a free country should operate, which is, ah, well, we know, They're going to go after Trump, so we don't want him in there. Let's get somebody else. I understand why the Republicans would go that route, which is we actually want to get stuff done. And I could see Donald Trump if he wasn't a uh, bit of a narcissist where he would be like, I can see this. But I understand the personality that he's like, I want to show everybody. And he wants to go out and try to win again. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to prove what he thinks it would prove and i think it does just put the
0: country back on another four year pause if he i don't think i don't think it matters who you know who gets in there as long as it's it's if it's not one of their guys they're just going to do the same, the same thing again and again. I mean, that's, that's the way American politics has become, which is really, really kind of scary, but it is. I mean, I've heard you talk about this is, and you are right. I mean, if people used to be every four years, you had this big fucking uh, Donnybrook and so forth and name calling and chair throwing. And, but then once the dust settles, okay, let's try to get some shit done, That's over. That's over. Now it's I, you didn't, you're not my guy. You didn't even fuck you. I'm going to wreck everything you try to do. That's that's the that's the uh the mindset. And it's really not good for this country, but that's what it is. And I don't think it matters whether this Trump DeSantis or Mickey fucking mouse. They're going to do that.
3: <laughs> well, if it's Minnie Mouse, he's in a pantsuit. There you go. Yeah, but you may be right. And if that's the case, then it is all downhill at this yeah. point. And, you know, you're right. I think I've talked about it before, too, that George Bush, the younger. Mm -hmm. got a lot of the same treatment that Trump did. Yes. You know, he was either an idiot or a genius, which they did the same thing with Trump. It's like, they can't figure out which it is, which makes me think they're all idiots. Yeah. Because if you can't figure out if somebody is an idiot or a genius, you got to be questioning their particular uh, mental aspect. But it's interesting because Bush has now turned into kind of a big rhino. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes down to it, and this does lead a lot more credence down that path of we're going for a one world government. And this is really, as Stevie Van Zant said in the song, the uh, camouflage of righteousness, they give you the vote and you think you
0: have a choice. Right. Not really sure you do. Yes. it's a great episode you did about that, too. I remember that. It's great. Well, see, that was also... Everyone should listen to random thoughts. Darren's one of his one of his 200 podcasts. He, he's running that. It's <laughs> unbelievable. This guy
3: <laughs> where, I can, where I can rant and ramble about everything, yes. which is fun. And for me, that was one of the most uh, fun episodes because immediately after it, I got a tweet from Stephen Van Zandt. Very cool. And it's like, OK, so I know we don't agree politically. He's like, but. Nobody, uh, has journalistically ever given this much time to breaking down one of my songs. And I just thought it was an interesting thing to do because I knew his politics. I knew he's very much on the left and being able to take lyrics that he wrote, which were very anti, I'm getting, I'm remembering, you know, the, the timing right, but it was probably very like anti Reaganist, that kind of. Words, you know that's what it was kind of based around yep. to be able to throw that back into, hey, well, this is going on now, under Obama right that was you know it's an interesting thing because that's what art should do, yes, it should be open to interpretation, mm-hmm. it should be able to go beyond the boundaries, and I thought it was really cool because I use clips from the songs in there, we know a lot of people now if there's you use any kind of audio. On YouTube or that, they'll de-platform you, or they'll give you a copyright strike, or they'll be looking to have the episode taken down. Right. So again, while I disagree politically with Steven Van Zant, the fact that he listened one, he listened to it, which was like making that episode. I don't know if I could have made the episode if you would have told me while recording that he was going to listen to it nearly immediately. Yeah. But that was the beauty of the internet that anybody can go out there, true, let their voice be heard. And hopefully, on
0: whatever level, make a difference, which is why we do this show, I think. But that was the old internet. That was probably almost four years ago. Right? <laughs> yeah. That was a while back. Time flies. And yeah. you're seeing so much with all of this crap.
3: I did think it was interesting, back to Rogan for one second, that Rumble yeah. came out. I like that. And like,
0: million well, bucks, Joe.
3: <laughs> yeah. Here's a <laughs> yeah. 100 million bucks. Come here. Say whatever you want to say. And yeah. we will never censor you, which when Rogan went to Spotify, I covered that, I'm sure, on Random Thoughts. I'm sure I covered it on Grumpy Old Ben's. And we said the same thing, which is Joe is putting himself into a box for a lot of money.
0: I've never been a you know a consistent listener wrote to Rogan and listen, you know, if, if somebody's on that, like Adam or whatever, Jordan Peterson, so forth. So I don't, you know, I'm not terribly familiar with what he does, but he's been doing it a long time. Yes. And it's just it's very curious that it was not until um, he his his interviews with these guys that uh, flew in the face of uh, of the CDC and Joey and and uh, Pisaki and all, all of their, uh, you know, their their mandate people um, that suddenly they do a deep dive and uncover uh, these uh, these uh, unseemly uh, outtakes or or takes from it from his old shows. You know, why now? You know, if if he was if Rogan was such an asshole, why didn't they dig this up before and try to cancel him then? It's it's which I think speaks to the third rail hot button issue that these vaccines are, which I think is hotter than any issue in the history of the world. Yes, Um, oh, I agree. That really, really, that's really true. And so when he when he gave a platform to Malone and McCullough, it was fuck you. It's on. We're going to take this guy down.
3: Well, I think part of it is. It is now very easy, even if they're not provided, to run any audio of a podcast through a program that will give you a transcript. So if you're looking for keywords right. that you can use to cancel somebody, if you're looking for keywords, key topics, very easy to find. Right, And we are living now in a time where even saying a word in a scholarly manner, people go, "Nope, you can't. You can't say that. And you you have to be everything else you've said now has to be canceled and removed. Right. And nobody's getting out from that, which is maybe the the way we do the great reset on social media is that everybody gets canceled. And then we get to start over. But Joe Joe Rogan (laughs) is an interesting case because he is. I don't think anybody can argue this. The biggest person on the format of audio and video podcasting.
0: I think he's the biggest single person in in media. I mean, I think his show was listed under comedy, I think. I'm not sure. Which is how it started. (laughs) Which is how it started. But, I mean, he's bigger than anybody on any network newscast. Yeah, bigger than Um,
3: CNN's audience, for sure.
0: Yeah, he's bigger than CNN, MSNBC, anybody on Fox. He's king shit. You know, he's top top of the mark um, in terms of audience. Pretty interesting.
3: To see him then bow down for things that happened years ago, or not just to say, well, this is the freedom of speech. I know you don't like it. I know you were offended, but I'm standing behind having the conversation about whatever it was. Right. I would have a lot more respect for that than, oh, wow, look, Rogan's episodes are disappearing left and right from the platform. And he's saying that's good because he now realizes that the things he said were bad. (laughs) And we need disclaimers about these things. And It's like, no, you don't. You need to have an honest discussion. And if at the end of the day, you can say that you said what you believed and tried to get to the heart of a matter, then you did good. Trying to be able to stay within these now parameters of, oh, you know, don't say this word because it's racist. Oh, don't give this stat because the CDC doesn't like it. Oh, the WHO doesn't like you saying this the end result is you're kind of screwed. And since he is the biggest guy, it's even more concerning to see because he is the one that could make the stand. If he went right now and said, you know what? I know I'm under contract, but Spotify, this is not working out. You're censoring me. You're half the people that work for the company. The CEO keeps apologizing to them because of things that happened on his podcast. Here's the out
0: that guy. The CEO of of Spotify, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> well, you know, again, I, I read his I read his letter, you know, uh, and, and what just made me laugh is something. It, it, there was a let me see, do I have maybe even have it up on my screen here. Let me see. Let me see. Do I have it? Very quickly. No, I guess uh, it went away. The guy basically said um, something to the effect of, um, you know, our concern is for listeners, something so and so. And listen, this always just bugs the shit out of me. Listener safety. right? right. Listeners, fuck you. Just fuck you, Daniel Eck. There's no listener safety. You either listen or you don't turn on. Nobody ever got their head blown off or got a disease or from listening to anything right words are not dangerous
3: now people can be and people can can. say horrible hateful things
0: but shut them off they do you don't like it shut them off
3: exactly go to the next channel let go to the next podcast go to the next song yep go you know find something that you like and it's it's good because there's a lot of entertainment options that you have out there You don't have to watch any particular news now. Joe Rogan, will he stand up? He—that's an interesting offer that Rumble put out there. How he's going to deal with this? As I don't think he wants to be the guy in the news every week of uh, you know. Oh, Spotify has to do this. Oh, John C. Dvorak, absolutely 100 percent right when he says if you own a company, anybody out there if you're listening, never hire—not even one woke person in any level in your company because they are dangerous they are a cancer they will destroy your company and i think he's right yeah freedom of speech more important yep you know it's the whole blues brothers thing. they hate illinois nazis but you know you let them speak and then people realize once they hear them speak just how hateful and stupid they are yes right I don't understand why you want to hide that or it's like why you have to silence, but we are uncancelable here. I think <laughs> and we have a, uh, a very simple concept. It's a value for value podcast. we learned it from Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak of the no agenda show, which means we put the shows out there. There's no paywall. If you like the show, if you got some value out of the show, you can go over to planet dot show slash donate. And send some value back to us. We have a few people to thank today, including, I believe this is a monthly from Adam Thoreau. I know I've heard thank the name a it. few times. We have. 11.42. I don't know what that means, but it's a good number. Loretta Vandenberg, and I know this is uh, a Red. monthly. Yes. Thank you, Rhett. At $10. And she also came in this week, too, on Grumpy Old Ben. She's still catching up trying to get to the gene years. So, I mean, there's a lot of, there was a lot of content there. I bloviate a lot. Is I believe what the uh, what the problem is on the last episode. I forgot to mention Johnny Bravo up from the Great White North came in with six sixty six, but it was a it was a three way split between this show and uh, Unrelenting that I do with Sir Gene and Random Thoughts. And to me, I mean that's always the biggest compliment when the donations come in and like, well, split this between your three or four shows, and it's like, oh wow, that's. uh, I mean, it's good that you're listening to any one of them, and I appreciate yes. that. The people that are listening to all of them, it's like, God help you, because I talk a lot.
0: But if you keep doing more shows, you're gonna have to have to switch to solely crypto, Satoshi, so you can split it up, Darren. <laughs> yes, <you> know,
3: <laughs> yes, limits. It makes, it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> we got I'm still working on that whole system through PayPal. I wish PayPal had a way to do that because it would make things so much easier where it's like hey when you're doing a show with somebody like we do this with you if half would yeah. go to me and half would go to you that's yeah. not the way it is so we got to do the bookkeeping and all that
0: but it's okay hey as long as we're in this in this do you have more thank yous to do uh, just today?
3: two more we do have oh, csb, right, my- CSB strip blogger, comic strip
0: blogger yeah with the
3: 10,033 sats which today is back up to four dollars and 38 cents the crypto Going up again is even the SHIB the Sheep coin, which I just bought on a lark at fifty bucks months ago, and I was kind of expecting it to go up. And then I'm like, I'll just hold on to it because it's like was like five million sheep coin. I'm like, you know, hey, if this even goes up to like a penny, I'm doing yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. And that's up to like two hundred bucks, so that's done pretty wow. well. Wow, Darren, from, from fifty, kind of how are you going to buy me? <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> no, shit. I need it I needed to go up a little more to get the uh, the Bezos money out of it. That's nice.
0: I never even heard of it. S H I B.
3: Yeah, when it hit, it was like the day it hit Coinbase, I knew. Okay, this is brand new. I'd read a couple of stories. It was a part of the Doge coin, which we know Doge like went up oh, and then went down. Sure. And then Elon Musk is trying to do the same thing with the Sheep coin. I thought he said something like with McDonald's, where if they would start taking it, he would do a commercial for him for free or something. Talk about really? a pump and dump scheme going on there. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be careful with the crypto. It's kind of like going to Vegas, but uh, with the boostergram from CSB, he did have his note here. Let's see, is it the same as the last time? Greetings to Planet Rage Team, Larry and Darren. You're welcome to listen to the podcast AI dot Cooking, read by former BBC actor Gregory William Forsyth Foreman. We need to uh, put more names into. Uh, we need to
0: come up with a longer name for uh, for him. Yeah, for for Gwyf. I think he needs to have a in there somewhere a Montgomery. Yes, Gregory That's William a Forsyth, Montgomery Foreman. It just it just says to the man are born and blue blood. Stick a Montgomery in there. <laughs> he owns three pubs in Kent. So if you're in Kent, stop yes. by and see. Well, if you can find one of them, you don't
3: tell us which of the pubs he owns in Kent. CSB, does he want us to know? Should we tell people if they're in the area? Should they go say hi to Gwiff? Oh, yeah. Ooh, he says soon for once Bromley Council approves it. So I don't know. Quiff, do you ah. want CSP giving all of your information
0: as yeah, a corporation? Holy <laughs> shit.
3: <laughs> well, you know what? I hear in Ireland and England, people like to drink. Dude, were you aware of I, this? Is that true? I don't know. Uh, I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> to find that podcast, just enter AI.cooking in any web browser or any podcast app. And my cartoons can be found at comicstripblog.com. Yo. And then there were two other booster grams, one for 3,333 Satoshis, which was from Cold Acid, who said, fuck work meetings during podcast listening time. Well, see, you can't always (sighs) listen live. It's it's you people with jobs. Be podcasters. Make (laughs) Make your own hours. I mean, you make a lot less money, but you make your own hours. And C-Dubs also came in with 333 Satoshis. With uh, just some characters, which I have to decipher exactly what they mean. It could be a triggering message. I'm not sure uh, what's going on, but uh, we appreciate
0: everybody for helping to support the show. We do. We do. We do. I know we're having fun. We are, and as long as we're on these, you were mentioning PayPal and Patreon and so forth. I'm just loving this Go Go Fund Me, fuck you, uh, that's going on <laughs> with the and, trucker. Uh, I mean, that was a lot of the money. Truckers. That's a lot of money, man. And uh, I guess Desantis is, is he's investigating them and so forth. And that's that's really good because these guys have some set of balls to decide uh, to literally steal somebody's money and say we're going to give it away where we want it to go. You know, (laughs) and, you know, again, the truckers leading the revolution because, you know, their their favorite ammo of control is controlling speech. Right. And then controlling finances. And it's been happening everywhere. Um, People being um, uh, cut off from their funding and so forth. So maybe this is something really good that's starting to happen. If they can if they can put GoFundMe on its knees or maybe even just knock it into history, that'd be a beautiful thing.
3: Yeah, Well, that's also a dangerous thing, because with any of these platforms, that's why things like Rumble really come in handy, because if you're trying to be uncancelable, there's some of these GoFundMes, you know, hardly make anything. But the trucker one was over like 10 million bucks, wasn't it? I mean, it was it was was some serious cash. Yeah. And for them to be like, well, no, we found this was really a violent protest. It's like, well, who gets to decide this again?
0: Well, the only violence I saw was the guy that ran some of the protesters over, some fucking asshole in his his Jeep, right? And the RCMP, uh, you know, arrested him and charged him with all kinds of uh, crimes. And that so, is enough.
3: That's enough to go. Well, no, this whole but, but it was violence
0: from it was violence from the other side. It was from the truckers. It was <laughs> the people opposing the truckers. That's so, irrelevant. Don't you understand? Irrelevant. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's when they call the J six deadly. The only person who died was as a result of it was some somebody who was who was uh, one of the uh, the so called rioters. So it makes
3: zero sense. But you see, this is how they'll do anything to try to silence. People yeah. on the other side, and this is why it's very dangerous to have intermediaries like GoFundMe in this case, yeah. who are taking the money. They got really scared really quick, at least from what I've heard on the most recent No Agenda, which was they were originally coming out and saying, "Well, you know, you if you want your money back, you'll have to contact us or whatever." And then they're like, "No, no we'll automatically, we'll no, we'll do it," because everybody went, "Wait, this is ten million bucks." Yeah. This isn't a small amount of money. And this, the crypto thing, Adam Curry has this right and it's going to take people continuing to jump on board with things like podcasting 2.0, which if you haven't, then you go to newpodcastapps.com where you can transfer funds without any centralized entity, without the PayPal, without the Venmo, without GoFundMe. It's all crypto from one person. To another, we need more people to jump on that because that you is do. where.
0: Have you jumped on that with with all your shows? Yes, Darren, you yeah, have. I got it. You got to walk me through that. You're my, you know, you're my tech guru. I got to get that done. It's
3: it's a nice way to go. There's still third parties that make it very easy because if you're not bringing in more than like fifty bucks or a hundred bucks a month on it, you don't really want to go through the buying yeah. your own hardware and setting everything up. But there are people that will do it for you for a small percentage of the stuff and it works out and uh we'll we'll get you hooked up. And our buddy yeah. Netnet says he sent in something through PayPal, maybe that just came in during the show. We will definitely have that, Netnet, for the next show, but thanks for uh supporting the show. And yes, uh you. we appreciate it because that's what keeps the lights on, the microphone sounding good. And uh Sir gene just keeps complaining that he just can't hear how the voices that we have. Uh
0: oh. How's he feeling? He's feeling better good he is i mean still alive which is good <laughs> he's recovered <laughs> from uh from his dance with the big uh he says the
3: COVID is gone which is good he still had a bit of pneumonia which i mean that hit him pretty oh, quick
0: too that's that's no fun yeah
3: he said it was no fun his appointment of course canceled the day before the day of that he was supposed to get the monoclonal antibodies mm-hmm. Because they said, well, you know, it's not really working anymore with people with Omicron, but it didn't seem like he had Omicron. So there is. Right. He was. I said, this is why you want to be an early adopter. You don't want to get Delta late. Yeah. Because he did <laughs> not have a fun time with it. But you can hear yeah. all about that. Um, yeah. Unrelenting. He, he was mad because I just kept texting him with. He's still alive. <laughs> he's like, you he didn't even ask how I was doing. I'm like, uh, it was a shorter answer. If I was like, how you doing? You you know, well, you'd have to go into it. Yeah. I'm like, just a yes or no. Are you still alive? Yes no. yeah.
0: Brevity. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we are the kings of
3: brevity. <laughs> but we appreciate all of that. And you should be listening to that Larry show for you, all of the LUTFA information that is fit to print. I mean, I can't believe you haven't sold out of those little magnetic sticker things yet.
0: Yeah, that's uh, the, the supply is dwindling. So, uh, you know, get on it quick. I hope there's some truckers up in Canada with those on the road. I hope so. I mean, there's definitely, you know, there's, there's quite a few American truckers and hopefully they crossed over the border and maybe, you know, getting some exposure up there and they are weatherproof. So even with those frigid temps, they're supposed to hold up. So <laughs> Dude, you can test
3: those out in the great white north. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. But until next yeah. time, we will be back next Monday at 12 o'clock yes. noon central time. Join us live. No agenda and you can get your rage on.
1: The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Uh,
0: Enough guns. Uh, Home, world, going. To shit. Planet.